0: Let me tell you a little
1: something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and the very best pals Talking about cannabis that good that tree So grab a joint and just fuck with me Hey
2: Hey everybody welcome back to another episode Of the chronic gals I forgot that I was supposed to look in the camera So I was like looking everywhere <laughs> Except for in the camera Hi people watching the video Hi Riley Hi, Hi, Hi. producer Ev Hi. Hi everyone Welcome to a new episode Sixty five. So nice. Oh boy.
3: I feel oh like every boy. time I say it it's wrong. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure that this I is sixty five. Right.
2: Yeah, I honestly don't remember. We've been putting out a lot of bonus content too recently and I'm lost. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I'm not that lost. It's it's fine. I'm,
3: we'll we'll find our way back, don't worry. Yeah. Sometimes you need to get lost.
2: Right to To re- be redirected, yeah, a
3: hundred percent. Man, we can make metaphor out of anything. Out of anything. Out of anything. <laughs> well, let's do some housekeeping and get that out of the way. Love it because we have like a whole. Bu- I feel like we have a whole bunch. We there's just like things that we need to communicate with everybody. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> uh, first things first is Clubhouse. If you still haven't heard about Clubhouse, what have you been what are doing? You um we have created a club um called Wa- the washingtonians on clubhouse where washington stoners come and hang out and meet each other and so we can get to know our community yeah it's like a community building moment
2: we've actually met some really great people we really so have. far yeah and yeah i'm really like if If we are the future of Washington's cannabis industry, Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Oh, my God. So excited. So good. So So good. So pumped. So
3: if you're interested in joining us and you're from Washington State or you interact with the Washington State market, um, come find us on Clubhouse. We are the Washingtonians Clubroom. We have – Ashley and I both have invites to hand out. So if you are interested – Clubhouse is now open to iPhone and Android. So no more phone discrimination unless <laughs> unless you're Motorola. But <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, <Boy>. Razors. <laughs> oh new Boy. Razors, you can't you can't get in. Um but yeah, just hit us up on Instagram or email us or whatever. Find us on some other social media to get onto this new social media.
2: Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. We also have our new YouTube channel out, Real Stoners. Producer Ed, do you want to give us a little bit, of, like a little taste of what's coming up?
1: We're releasing a newish type of video. It's like a documentary, meet the stoner, meet the real life stoner. Still trying to work out the name, to be honest with you. But we got a little time before <laughs> that. But uh, yeah, it'll be a different, it's not going to be uh sit in a room and get hot and watch us do fun stuff. It'll be uh Watch someone get high and talk about themselves.
3: I'm so excited. Yeah. I watched the trailer and it's already good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It'll be fun. I mean, yeah.
3: And it's like introducing another community member. Introducing another person who consumes cannabis Mm -hmm. and why Mm -hmm. they consume cannabis. And it's just hitting those normalization, destigmatization. Wow. You made it. Thank you. (laughs)
1: But, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what's uh, the hope, at least, for the intent of the video. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
3: More stoner content. Yeah. Just hey, like uh, yeah. Real
1: Stoners was made for. It's just all types of stoner content.
3: Yeah. Oh, love it. So, yeah. So, that newest episode releases in a few days from when they're listening to this episode. May f- Or
1: June 4th. May 4th. The 4th. Whatever Friday. Yeah. First Friday in June. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So, check that out on youtube subscribe like comment rate all of hit the bell for real stoners youtube
1: <laughs> you know what i realized is i forgot that we were going to post on the weed tube but i feel like oh yeah there might have been a point where i was like oh we're just going to do youtube for a second while well, we get the kinks what do
3: we think we might need to i think you might have needed to like upload to youtube to upload to WeedTube. tube
1: oh so i'm sure it's only sweet. a
3: click away to upload to WeedTube. tube yeah, we, we, should, into that. we
1: should. We should
2: definitely, definitely
3: upload that. to YouTube. That's
1: hopefully, an algorithm-friendly cannabis.
3: I would imagine so. For real. Interface. We also need to do it on cannabis. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. For but that's sure. a whole other thing, right? We have gotta cut them down, or can you do like an IGTV style? I
3: think you might be able to do like a long version, I think you're like right. a long form. I think we maybe we'll could just see. put link link. link, link to YouTube. YouTube. All right, we'll, we'll get. Have we'll to do see. a little bit more research. <laughs> and then but you could definitely get it on YouTube check it out on YouTube (laughs) yeah
1: real stoners YT YouTube is YT not Whitey
3: (laughs) I almost thought it was
2: youth
1: oh Oh. there's a lot of things you could take it as
2: just YouTube just YouTube another thing we have going on on YouTube is that chronic owls are starting our own channel where we are going to put out video versions of our podcast yeah we
3: if you didn't hear on Instagram we scrapped Patreon (laughs) Patreon. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you yeah. just didn't vibe with us.
2: Yeah, we just wanted to put our content out for free. Yeah. Instead. So we are yeah, we shut down Patreon. Patreon's gone. Bye. You probably have heard uh, a episode of our highest self bonus episode mm-hmm. within our podcast feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was previously premium content that is now for free the Free for the ears. And <laughs> yeah so we're gonna put out our videos on youtube
3: too, yeah so. so chronic gals on youtube yeah i think
2: that one's just chronic gals podcast oh okay so Excellent. i mean it's easy it's the just same gals across the board yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah 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 love that yeah um
3: but with the whole patreon getting rid of patreon we are keeping things that we are keeping within the things that we created under patreon uh, Chronic Pals safety meetings, heck yeah! So we're all obviously all about community, and we just want to have another opportunity for a community building space. Mm-hmm. So Chronic gal safety meetings are still on; they are still the third Saturday of every month, which in June will be June nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be, it's free. You don't have to pay. You just Enter your information into our box office so you can get emailed the link to the Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you do want to donate a monetary value to your favorite chronic gals, you definitely can. And with that, you get access to our 30-minute pre-game, pre-show, whatever holds in there. So if you want an extra 30 minutes of the chronic gals safety or chronic pals safety meeting donate a dollar and if you don't just email shoot your email to us
2: <laughs> yeah so we'll see you guys on june 19th, june 19th. For that.
3: and yeah tickets on chronicgals.com/boxoffice. slash box office
2: thank you good job i was like about to gloss over that uh well you worked so hard on the on the site thank you so i did
3: let's <laughs> let's scream it from the t- from the box office
2: <laughs> perfect sounds good what else um,
3: if if you already are if you aren't already following us on Instagram and Cannabuzz, check us out at Chronic Gals underscore podcast.
2: We have our CG After Dark every thir- every other Thursday, yeah, sorry. um, at nine p.m. Pacific on IG Live and Cannabuzz Live, mm-hmm. where we smoke and talk about stuff and get into shenanigans. Oh yeah, it's super fun. We used to put it out uh, with our podcast feed, but we are going to switch that up. We're going to keep those as live events only. Mm-hmm. So if you're there with us, you're there with us. You get to see the goods. If and if not, you're on
3: cannabis, you get to re-see it because that's the only place that we're going to keep it Oh, yeah. That's true. Because I... There's probably a way to, to pull it down, but I, <laughs> I forget about it. So,
2: but it's also like the reason we're trying, we're taking it off of IG live part, like part of the reason is because of the algorithm. Yeah. Like, we're getting
3: shadow banned. Yeah. And... So
2: cannabis is all about that stuff. So yeah. we're happy to have our content posted. Absolutely.
3: There. And if you want to watch the video or catch up with us on chronic Owls after dark, sign up for Cannabuzz. Like mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. such an awesome platform to go to for cannabis content and everything like that. So, yeah a win. It's a win-win-win for everyone.
2: Win-win-win-win-win-win. Yeah, win.
3: Um, and I think with that, please just rate, review, share, subscribe our podcast. Should we do our farm feature first and then get into what we're doing, or can we do that all at the same time? I'm like, I want to smoke some weed. Yeah, let's. Yeah, <laughs> let's smoke. Let's yes. smoke. Some weed. Let's <laughs> smoke some weed. Let's smoke some weed. We have a great farm feature this week. A per, a favorite, I think of of ours yeah long time long time favorite um cascadia gardens welcome to the stage cascadia gardens um they're a start i don't know well they're washington state cannabis company out of bellingham so up north um i've got four different grams to try um i have apocalypse og birthday bash uh mandarin monster and bear og which th- we smoked mandarin monster with trista so we'll finish that bowl but yeah these guys are just always consistent and they're always good mm-hmm. and i feel like you can just never go wrong with cascady gardens
2: i agree and they always like they find really good strains that work for them that they stick to for a long time but then they like switch it up and i feel like I think all of these, except for the Bear OG, are mm-hmm. new. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to try them. I love Cascadia Gardens. Yeah. Their typical lineup, which I can pull
3: up right now off of their their website, but their typical lineup is um, the Jack, the Bear OG, Sunset Sherbert, Duct Tape, Miracle Whip, Orange Cake, Blue-niver- Blue Niverse.
2: Blue Niverse is really good. Blue, I was going to
3: say Blue Niverse is really good. And I think that one's probably my favorite out of all of the ones that I have tried. Which,
2: now that I think about it, maybe so I haven't had
3: Cascadia Gardens in a while.
2: I haven't had them in a while. And I think it's because they did stick to the same strains for so long. But now that I see new strains coming in, I'm like so down to clown again. Um, they had a strawberry banana. That was really, really good for a while and oh my gosh there's like I can't remember there were a couple of strains that they've had that were just so good but it looks like they're not like I I recognize a lot of these names but there were a couple that I'm forgetting what they are now but they're not on their website
3: I don't remember what they are
2: but it's so flavorful though the Jack
3: is Jack Herrera by XJ13 which I'm not a huge Jack Herrera fan because it kind of gives me the, like... The wiggies? The wiggies, yeah. It kind of gets me, like, feeling like I drank too much coffee. hmm But I feel like with XJ13, it might kind of, like, be less wiggy and more... Like jiggy? a more, like, focused wig, less, less you know? Less wiggy, more jiggy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was not what we just smoked. We just smoked Mandarin Monster which is the only sativa mm-hmm. in our lineup, quote-unquote sativa. You can definitely taste the mandarin. Yeah, like you the can. The orange in it is delightful. Yeah. And it says that it's a 28 percenter. So. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm curious to
3: see what their Instagram looks like. Anybody else, like, look first at the
2: Instagram? Me, for sure. And then to the website? Yeah.
3: Because it's usually easier to find um, people on Instagram,
2: yeah, fully.
3: And their Instagram is way easier to update than websites.
2: Anyway. Yes, fully. Unless you're getting it knocked down yeah. or taken down from whatever Facebook jail.
3: Oh, the last one, the last time they posted, posted, posted. Uh, was May twelfth. Which
2: wait, that's only a week ago. Okay, that felt. It feels right. way longer. Two weeks ago. Which they Two might ago.
3: post after the time of this recording, but <laughs> oh yeah, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Oh hey, look. Okay, did we find all the old school strains? No, we found oh. all the new school ones. Oh great, okay. all the new
2: drops. So the the post that they
3: posted on May twelfth. Wait, what was
2: the next oldest post? Like when was that one posted? Um, also May
3: twelfth. Okay, so there. Oh wait. Not- okay, May eighth. May first. Okay, April twentieth. So
2: they've been active okay. a little
3: bit. Yeah, they've been
1: posting this year. They have BLM stuff. And yeah, like, okay. they're active. Or last year, also. I mean,
3: okay, okay, probably more po- after we record this. Right. Um. But this latest post that they posted was: "Get ready, Cascadians. We've got some brand new fire coming your way starting this weekend. Don't sleep on these. Find them at Dockside Cannabis, at the Herbery, and Evergreen Market. Which I got went to the Herbery for these." <clears throat> Uh starting Friday and then launching statewide after that. Man- so and then the ones that they're posting about Mandarin Monster, Apocalypse OG, and ca- and Birthday Bash. Oh
2: dope. So I got have-
3: three of those. And then plus Bear OG is like one of their
2: like normals. Holes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. Shoo. here. You- go ahead and have greens. This is the bear OG Ooh. here. Next. Now. Um love that. Hold on. I'm sniffing it. <coughs> it smells good. It smells like... Uh... Don't hold it in. Oh, we never we got back to that conversation. It. Oh, yeah. Do you want greens or do you want Evan
3: to have greens? Evan can have greens. I so I'm like, didn't even wait for you to answer that. <laughs> That's I don't okay. know. It smells
2: good. I feel like I can't discern oh, no. like... Anything specific, but I don't. I can't fully blame that on the weed. I feel like I'm only like it's like um, soapy,
3: <laughs> like floral. Like, I feel like I'm. I'm also smelling the microphone and not. <laughs> oh shoot! I
2: just. Oops, Thank sorry.
3: you. It's, um. Uh, I don't know. I like that smell though. It's. It smells. Like soap,
2: I don't know. I believe you.
3: Like, uh, but not like floral, like citrusy, piney, piney. Like solly soap. goat's
2: milk soap. We use goat goat's milk soap. But <laughs>
3: no, I don't know what that smells like. <laughs>
2: well, the kind that we in particular get is uh, patchouli. because oh. I'm that kind of bitch. So, yeah, you are.
1: I don't know what I'm getting, honestly. You know, I was taking some, in, some, like a lot of inhales, and I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's just it.
3: like weed. Like really good weed smell. Non-descript.
1: I mean, it kind of has that lemony, like cleaner at the end, but it's like pretty like just gassy, skunky yeah. weed.
3: It's good. Yeah, it smells good. It's great. I love it. Tastes nice. I like that. Barrow G. What's oh. that? I want to know what that cross is. Um. Didn't you find it? Uh, yeah, I can look it up right now. Bear Creek and OG Kush. Oh yeah. Oh, Rich and A Pinene and Cam cam-f- cam-f-ne- 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 Cam <laughs> Camphene Camphene Cam C A M P H E N E. Probably camphene. Camphene. I don't know. The citrus-like spice truly exemplifies the Northwest, keeping your mind close. To home as you soar. Oh, oh is cute. it
2: like a... Fuck. You know, like, oh, it's like do- a cinnamon orange
3: kind of a... Where is it? Is this this? Yeah. It does have an OG Kush smell. It, it, that's what that is. It says drenched in that classically true OG aroma mm. of that like ci- like citrusy gassy, like exactly what you were saying of it. Like that's totally what OG Kush smells like. Toast. toast, toast, totes. No. totes, Love totes
2: love that cool what's next we're like zooming rapidly into indica well we, well
3: we could sit, let's sit on barrow g while okay. we talk about all of the things that are changing
2: love that ch-ch-ch-changes turn and face, face friday we're moving to fridays y'all oh. moving to friday here we go <laughs> what
3: <laughs> nailed time that.
2: is dissolving but we can make time. Oh, always. my God. Yes. <laughs> we were about to talk about
3: how we are changing our publishing date, right. time, <laughs> day of the week from Wednesday to Friday. 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 Do you remember that song? Friday. Friday, Friday is my favorite day.
2: Favorite day. Boom,
3: boom. So, yeah. So, we're just going to move. We're trying to move our, like. Podcasting process time into a smaller amount of time, mm-hmm. so we can just get things things out, and we're not sitting on things
2: as mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, so we're moving things from Wednesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Quick turnarounds, love it. We want to get you guys good.
2: information. We want to yeah. get it all out. We yeah. want to like keep it zooming and moving and
3: zooming and moving. Yeah. So yeah, every Friday a new podcast will be published.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, every other Friday will be the po- chronic else podcast like this mm-hmm. where we interview somebody and we f- feature a f- farm and then the opposite Fridays are going to be where we put in our highest self and our did you see episodes that we are gonna do heck yeah
2: I've been doing so excited so they're pumped. so good they're like too good to be waiting for people in a library yeah we're gonna exactly. send them right to you yeah
3: so I'm really excited about this. Me too. This little shift, Me shifty too. poo. Me too. So yeah, this
2: is your last
3: Wednesday podcast. Yeah. Whoa! End of an era.
2: End of an era. Two beginning years. Beginning of a new one. Oh my god! Perfect for eclipse.
3: Is it season. two years?
2: Literally everything in my life cycles in two years. This is perfect. Really? Perfect. Like jobs, everything has. Don't cycled they say everything cycles
1: years. or everyone's. Life cycle every two years? Maybe. I know after way.
2: every seven years, every cell in your body has yeah. been replaced, so you are an entirely new human being every seven years. Maybe it was years. that one. Maybe it was that one. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is so fascinating. Isn't that crazy? That's why my body like, is so crazy. That's why, like, um, memory... This is, this is, like, the current theories on memory, on why it fades, is because as your cells <gasps> age... Or as your cells, like, become new, as your body you ages... Die. Yeah, the memory is, like, it's half of... Half of the cell goes into the new cell, right? So it's like, it's like half life.
1: It's not like all the memory; it's like a little bit of it. Yeah, so So you start to like lose a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's like things don't aren't as clear as they used to be, or they're even more susceptible to like reprogramming, right? Such as like neuroplasticity or, you know, that kind of manifestation work where you're unblocking and thinking about the traumas in your lives in a new way in order to be empowered by them instead of suffer from them. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, they, like, in human design, they say that every seven years, relating to your cells mm-hmm. being new every seven years, like, this, like you...
3: Like it's like a whole new th- thing. Yeah.
2: You, it takes seven years to fully deprogram and begin to live a new cycle because then you, your last old cell is, da- is dead after seven years. Yeah. Anyway. Seven. Seven. Seven years.
3: Now I'm trying to do math, which is never a good idea, but seven, 14, 21, one, 30, 28,
1: 28. Thank you. i 35. Yeah. Sevens. Yeah. How far?
3: Just as I just am trying to figure out the seven years is in a person's life. So
1: uh, you are on. You are like yeah.
2: You are. You probably are wrapping up your fo- fourth iteration.
1: Yeah. Which, to twenty eight. No. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait. Yeah. That's that's a seven. Yeah. yeah. You are. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And about to. But I mean, it's not like fucking. <gasps> and I'm on twenty
1: one. Oh.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. See that's why our lives are in such
3: transformation, Evan. For real. It's because it's meant to be in transformation because we're still mm. transforming. I,
2: but that's the other thing though. It's them. like it's not just that like seven years and all right. of your cells drop dead and all of a sudden you have new cells. It's like it's an ever evolving. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: I wonder, are you thirty dot on the period? Thirty. I'll You'll be thirty-one 31? in August. So you're mid mid uh, seven year process. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was like, mid what? Gotcha. what? I'm actually, I have no you're like little, issues with my age. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's so cool. Which is oh, interesting because yeah. like when you, when you're like Saturn return is mm-hmm. a thing, that's like 27, 28. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like huge life things that happen to you. I feel like astrologically. Astro- in like an astrological cycle Mm -hmm. that happens in seven years which is Mm -hmm. like such a great link to why human design and astrology and all these like
2: yeah
3: ancient wisdoms I mean human design isn't ancient at all I mean it's a synthesis of ancient wisdom yeah
1: it's also 420 I just want to put that out there
3: smoke something everybody (laughs) i
1: didn't want to interrupt the thought but
3: no that's something to interrupt because cool. our 420 here is 420 forever now Ooh. so whenever we have marked 420 in time we've recorded it so we can rec- we can post this and it'll be 420 whenever we post this or whenever oh. we listen to this
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh
3: it's, wow. it'll be 420 for whoever is listening gotcha. Okay. Yeah. gotcha that's cool wow we totally strayed yeah from our changes
2: so, Fridays. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then we're not going to be posting our chronic after Dark City right. more, which is, I guess we talked about that already. Right. But we will still be doing them live, so come hang out with us on Instagram. And Canada.
3: Yeah. So, I think that, I mean, was that, I feel like that's everything. We're just moving things to Fridays. Everything else is internal and has nothing to do with you listening, so we're excited about it. Very, 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 very excited. We need to reload this bowl. Yeah, for we you, do.
1: Evan. Yeah, give me a green bowl. Give me a green bowl. <laughs> well, let
3: me let me grind up some new bud, and Go you can for be it. the greens of the new of the new string.
1: Ash, how is being running sound and audio for this episode?
2: Um, I ugh, I don't want to. I'd rather not. <laughs> I like, was gonna say for... I feel
1: super naked over here, and like I'm like oh He's god. Like, give it back now. Yeah, no, I'm just like. <laughs> Like, you're not paying editing, attention
2: to the number.
3: I was
1: like, this is gonna be. I hope it's okay. I hope it's not it's as bad because it, it could literally be fine.
3: It is All fine. Things, like control issues are totally showing. he's yeah. like, is it right? Is it right? It's yeah. Fine. Well, then
1: I'm just like, I don't know what else to do okay. over here. So I'm just like sitting chilling. Well,
2: that's why we. Ha-
3: that's
1: why we need you, Evan. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is just so that when you're not available, right. we can run. Stuff ourselves. Yeah.
3: We or wanted to dry our a test run. Did you see, yeah. So those yeah. don't
2: sound completely trash.
3: Bonkers. Next to these yeah. Beautiful <laughs> audio masterpieces that have been <laughs> Exactly. Okay. I ground up.
1: Oh, in, it's right. in the thing. Oh,
3: I was
2: like, what happened to
3: the bowl? I piece? ground up birthday bash in honor of
2: my birthday. <laughs> oh, it's Adam's birthday today. Oh,
3: yeah. Uh, it's Adam's birthday. Happy obviously. birthday, real
2: stoner Adam. Adam, Adam. And Check husband. out his fish sauce. Or your podcast? partners. Mm-hmm. I don't that's I so don't know stupid. I that's so stupid. labels. <laughs> yeah.
3: Are you... When does domestic partnership happen? At what year
2: do you guys... Yo, it might be seven I years. I think it's seven years.
3: I think that's how... I think you guys could be technically in
2: domestic partnership. Seven years. Right, right? I don't know that for sure, though. So we'd have to fact check that. But I... Yeah, yes. Check that. I, but I don't think check there's it. any... I, mean, I don't think I get any benefit of being... Like I think I get more benefit as still being a single person because then I can get like, well, when I was when the kids were younger, I could get like WIC. Uh-huh. I can still get WIC. Like we can get yeah, more. You say can't you? Like our state insurance, we get get it through that. Where if we were married, it would be employer based mm-hmm. insurance, which would like increase his insurance bill by like three or four hundred dollars a month. Insurance is such a scam. it's such a scam. It's ridiculous. So yeah, there's yeah we're just. It'll happen. It'll get there. Oh, wow. But I also just don't see a huge benefit from... Like, we're in a committed partnership. We're right. Like, I'm it's just a paper. It's just... Oh, no.
1: I fully recognize him as your life partner yeah. and right. new family member. Yeah. Not new, but, like... Yeah. Like, brother. addition of... Yeah. 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 It's yeah. easier
3: to call him a brother-in-law or a brother right. than yeah. my sister's fiancé or maybe <laughs> exactly. daddy. Yeah, exactly. that sounds so flaky and that's not what he that's is. That's not what he is, yeah. yeah. At all. So... But, uh, Anyway, partner, happy birthday. Partner.
1: He's an <laughs> amazing
2: person. Yeah. And
1: shout amazing. out you. Shout
3: out, shout out you. Shout out Fish Sauce
2: Podcast, yeah. which is
0: his fishing
3: podcast uh, where he talks to people about fishing. So if you like fishing, listen to his podcast.
2: Yeah.
1: So can I talk about the weed? Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. It was like it hits you with a super late berry blast.
2: I get that. Super no, I get that. Pace. Yeah. I, su- I super
3: get that. Yeah. Oh my God, and it's I'm so like, excited. it's a little
1: gassier, like a little harsher to smoke than the first oh, one. Oh, you haven't
3: smoked it yet? Uh-uh. Oh, my bad. But no. yeah. I handed it to you. Okay. In honor of your partner's birthday. Oh. You're you not going
1: to taste the berry. and You're going to be like, oh, this is a tasteless weed. And then it'll hit you.
3: Oh my, God, I'm so excited. I but love it. But then fun this one's tasty. also kind of like,
0: poof. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's an indica.
2: Are you getting that?
1: I think so. Just cause... like,
2: Hitting, like, you headbutt it, or it headbutts you, and then it just kind of, like, slimes over the rest of your Yeah. Life. Whoa. It's like you taste the berry more on your lips than you do <coughs> on yeah, the Yeah, like my
3: teeth. Yeah. Like, you blow out, and then whatever smoke is, like, left on your teeth tastes like blueberry toothpaste that the
2: doctor just has. Or bubble gum. Yeah. Like blueberry gum.
1: But it was a really obvious taste, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was really interesting. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Like it was like yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh fuck! <laughs> Interesting. Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. I was trying to move the smoke out of the way, but it didn't do anything. That's nice. That's really.
3: Nice. I like that a lot. Actually. Yeah, me too. I like that a lot also, and it does
2: like wash you,
3: right? With um. Weed. <laughs> I, mean, I want to know what the cross is.
1: I was say for indicas being. Indicas air quote right. known to for being like body relaxers this is definitely like a eye melter like yeah. a like a
2: couch yeah. melter yeah yeah. Yeah. I just yeah like drip into the recliner
1: this would be probably like a money movie oh. smoke like to watch a movie oh
3: yeah yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. For okay sure. guess who's what its parents is Ooh. are what, what its par- what is it called again what is it called again birthday bash
1: so, like, I a think, wedding cake. Yeah. And, and train wreck.
3: Which I'm not sure what website I'm on, but it's called pbmarijuana.com. And it, <laughs> it, it looks like Amazon, and it's says <laughs> that I can buy an ounce of private reserve birthday bash. A- I wonder if this is, like, a D.C. I don't know. Uh, okay, so this website says it's Girl Scout cookies and cherry pie, uh, so that'll uh, totally put you in the couch. Okay. That's
1: okay. not what I thought, but
3: I'm not sure why it's birthday cool. bash.
2: Why that? For, is this is the name. Yeah,
1: Maybe crystalline this weird.
3: icing of THC like resin.
2: They didn't say on the. Oh no, this one wasn't listed on the no. website. Like any oh, it's on the Insta, though. Oh, is it on the Insta? Oh yeah, check
3: the Insta. <laughs> perfect birthday bash is the perfect way to end your day with deeply relaxing effects that soothe the body without sedating the mind. This strain is preferred by patients treating pain, anxiety, appetite
2: loss, inflammation, and headaches.
3: Yeah, I'm I could see that. that. I'm
2: feeling that. I could see that. Appetite 100%. loss. Good time. Good thing it's almost dinner time.
1: Dude, I'm so hungry. <laughs> you
2: know, I'm really hungry. I brought ramen just in case. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: But yeah, that's nice. Where were we talking about? I don't know.
1: Uh, it's not the uh,
3: in the mind. Lol on that. Did you one. find it?
1: Oh, I mean no. You I don't thought,
2: have to. It's fine. Oh,
3: oh I thought there were love all love all
1: the new favorite. ones were listed out.
3: Oh no,
2: I don't. It was just in a caption. I think. Yeah.
1: Did you read it? Did you yeah, find it? No. Oh, okay, good. Oh, apocalypse. This OG. isn't Barrow G, right?
3: No, this mm-hmm. is birthday bash. Yeah, I don't don't see it on their
2: Instagram. Darn. That's okay. See, this is why we need to ask for the COA. I should ask. But I don't think the lineage would be on the COA. That's not something that you can (sighs) test for, I don't think. It's probably true. Interesting. That's
1: lame because it (sighs) makes me always kind of feel like you can scam a lineage you know
3: what I mean? Right. Oh, 100%. Per- like it could be like literally anything versus t- by anything and nobody would know.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, they fully have like Gorilla Glue number four that is called a different strain name, but it's the same thing, but it's just a different farm packaging it up as a different strain. Right. And I think I heard some like, hor- I don't know, horror stories of farms that would like have an excess of one strain. Like, lot it off into two different things and like call the one strain one thing, and you know, so that's it was
3: like true. buffoonery, right? Exactly, those people will not last long.
2: But, point being that it's really, really, really hard to track strain lineage and genetics and like know if anything's actually legit so. as a consumer, especially as the consumer.
3: But theoretically.
2: But you don't really know. People yeah, could Yeah, theoretically... Lying about what they have.
3: Yeah, you definitely have to know your shit mm-hmm. so you don't get fucked over. Because, like... Because strains, like, traditionally... Like, the OG Kush smell is the OG Kush smell. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to pawn some fake-ass blue dream as OG Kush, which... Uh, it's the only two things that I can think of. <laughs> I was like, why would I'm you like, do I that? Don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> why you would do that? But, like... Like, one would smell, if you know yeah, what you're doing, right, one would right. smell
2: the difference, theoretically. Yeah, I but like to not try. everybody no, is a, a no. Like, not I everybody has that. the nose for cannabis.
3: But shouldn't, like, farms know? Like, the, like total theoretic. Theoretical.
2: Yeah, if there are good people in the industry that you're buying your your stuff from, but there are I hate that. There's like the reality is that they're not always good people in the industry and there's people who are just trying to figure out how to make a profit off of what they have.
3: Well, fuck those people. (laughs) They literally
2: will not last long because
3: transparency prevails.
2: Which is why it's so important for conversations like the one that we had today with Trista. Yeah, exactly. Like literally, exactly. we talk about this and the things that she has done when, that we talk about in this interview mm-hmm. to uh. like...
1: Baller status. Baller
3: status. It says she, on her like LinkedIn, it says she's a pioneer. And when I wrote that as like a note for her i was like okay pioneer probably been in the industry for a long time and then hearing what she has gone through i'm like yes pioneer Pioneer. straight up lewis and clark literally expedition word so yeah (laughs) (laughs) she rocks this conversation rocks i'm trying to frantically grind up some apocalypse og so we can smoke it in this intro love it
2: we can but get there. I know. We can talk about something else.
1: Um, Yo, I downloaded a new video game today. Uh-huh. Ooh. Because there was a big sale for PlayStation. <gasps> Sorry. Oh. oh. No, go ahead. And it's literally <laughs> Zoo Tycoon, but Jurassic Park themed. Whoa. And the reviews look pretty decent, pretty decent. but I just downloaded it, and I'm really excited. Yeah, I haven't played it really yet. Cool. That's cool. But, yeah. Do
2: they have those kind of games for VR where you can like build oh. a world? And I don't walk through
1: it. think so, but that would be that's so got to be like
2: coming down the pipe, right? For
1: sure, for sure. Zoo Tycoon, by the way, is like a sandbox zoo game that was in the like late '90s, early 2000s, maybe that we all played, or some of us. I played it. Played. It okay, yeah, played I played it. Then. It was yeah, okay. Yeah, we all played yeah, it. Yeah, we all played it. Yeah, we all played it. Um, but yeah, it's just like a dino, dinosaur, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, build your Jurassic Park, essentially,
3: mm-hmm. and it's
1: it looks cool.
3: I'm, I'm stoked about that
1: for you. I'll let you know if it's cool. I was like, oh, you maybe Mara things. will have fun watching it.
3: Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, um, probably. Video games totally links into our conversation on The Highest Self, number two, which I guess won't get posted until. Ooh, it's coming out. It's coming soon. Coming soon. But we talk about, like, transhumanism and video games <laughs> and shit. So... Whoa, whoa, nice. whoa, but I have also. I was this is kind of a tangent from that, but um, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about video games and the occult.
2: I started listening to that, they yeah. get deep Super into it, deep.
3: like Gnosticism, deep and yeah, and they they go into different videos. Like by the end of it, they're like talking about Final Fantasy VII and what. Gnostic things are in that game. Apparently, the Final Fantasy um, creators are... You can hit that. That is Apocalypse OG. Um, like, super Gnostic. All in there, like... Game, story play. Which... Gnostic... Gnosticism? Gnosticism yeah. is... Is it is it a religion philosophy way the philosophy. of life philosophy where i'm going to totally butcher this but basically there is this power that created so essentially they believe in creator beings um
2: gnosticism go listen to the episode yeah. cuz it's it's I just really fascinating
3: it. and i but what i'm saying is that i've been playing this other fe- other <laughs> game the final the phoenix rising or whatever and it is totally um it is just totally all of the those stories yeah, yeah. Of like oh the yeah Gnostic storyline and like the romans and i mean mm-hmm. it's about greek mythology anyway but it's just like i don't know very fascinating if you're interested at all go listen to rogue waves rogue Waves, rogue Podcast? waves i think yeah,
2: yeah. So, it's just so crazy but anyway we can talk about that a little bit on freaking highest self coming out in a couple weeks and <laughs> it's great
3: oh i like this
2: right
1: it's i totally forgot else. totally Apparently. forgot to profile it
2: oh, I, I wouldn't be able to profile it either but right. it's like i definitely don't need to hit it again oh
3: my god i need
1: to sneeze <laughs> I could go into such a long stone talk about video games and their like subliminal messaging. Oh
2: my God, we should have, we should do that one day, Evan.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Same
2: for reality shows.
1: Ooh, what do you mean?
2: There's a lot of like, uh, well, I mean, like the producers put together narratives and they cast the show to have specific characters so that people can clash and there can be drama. So just, and so like, I've been watching a lot of Survivor, so that's what I've been noticing a lot there. And then even like Desperate House, or not Desperate Housewives, Real Housewives, Real Housewives. and those ones, like those, those they're totally, super. Those
3: are they're such, crafted, it, yeah, exactly. If they're crafted, so you think that these people live this certain way, mm-hmm. and so then you can try to live that certain way, and it's totally not how you should live because the way that they live is so toxic just fascinating stuff once you like are aware that these types of programmings can exist then you see it everywhere and you're like everything's a program right
2: right we can totally have that do that episode (laughs) highest highest self that'll be our next one next next one yeah but apocalypse og got me high. It got me super high. I mean, all of it together, it's like hitting at the end. Yeah. Oh, I can feel it in my hands, though. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know? Uh, limp hands. Yeah. <laughs> limp hands.
2: You know what we could put on our limp hands? <gasps> Some infused uh, body oil yes. by Empower Body Care. Oh, my gosh. Amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Check. Listen to this. Uh, 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 but
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the weed is like <laughs> and apocalypse og is just like the oh foundation crumbling beneath all of it wow so wow, dramatic so, dramatic. so okay. dramatic
3: all right guys listen to this interview it's awesome tris is amazing
2: she's an inspiration i love her yeah, me too go check out Embody- empower body care and we'll see you on the other side yeah Bye.
3: bye Hey, everybody, welcome to the session, and today we are welcoming Trista Oakle, the founder and CEO of Empower Body Care. Welcome, Trista.
4: Yay. Oh, thanks so much for having me.
3: We're so happy to have you on. Do you mind explaining a little bit about yourself?
4: Sure, sure. So, um, well, how would you like to hear my origin story?
2: First first joint experience, or first smoking experience.
4: Yeah, start (laughs) Start from the beginning. Oh, first smoking experience. Oh my gosh. Well, usually I start off by saying I'm the founder and CEO of Empower Body Care, but okay. I got you. I got you. I'm in. I'm in. You already got that. So, um, yeah. So first smoking experience, uh, the first time I tried it, I was underage (laughs) and I, I tried it and I did not have a great experience. Mm so I didn't use it again for a long time actually. And then, um, when I was a long time, you know, as relative when you're, you know, 13, the first time you try it, but, um, <laughs> we all, don't, don't we, all at-
2: we all started in the- we all
4: did. illegally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't try this at home kids. No, right. right now.
2: <laughs> all the legacy people
4: have started it young. We,
3: we, we know now we, Yeah, we're teaching better.
4: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so then I was 17 and my grandmother was diagnosed with, uh, terminal cancer. Mm. And, uh, we went to visit her and we only got to visit her for the last like four days of her life. And, um, because she kind of kept it a secret, uh, the cancer. Mm. So she would, she had, she was a nurse all her life. And, uh, she worked as a hospice nurse in the last few years of her life. And like, she worked until like she died on a Thursday. She worked until the Thursday before, oh my like gosh. that, that was, that was her work ethic. And, and she just loved helping her people. Dang. Right. So, um, the doctors had prescribed her morphine at the end and she refused to take it. And she asked my uncle to find her some weed.
0: Mm.
4: And so my uncle found her some weed and I watched her go from, um, pretty much moaning from pain in bed to, uh, smoking a joint and, Um, becoming uh, lively and laughing and telling stories and talking to the family. And we all like after she was done, because, you know, we were, we were younger and like the family didn't smoke weed with her. It was just her. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, um, you know, we gathered around her bed afterwards and just had this amazing experience where she just, you know, shared, like, we all shared these stories and she, 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 you know, gave us some life lessons really. And, that was the first time I had an experience with, with cannabis where I could see that it actually had therapeutic value. Right. And, and that it was really helping people. And, um, And not just she also in like a tiny bit.
2: way, in a way that she was in pain one second yep. and five minutes later, she could talk to you guys and spend uh-huh. the rest of her time, you know, being enjoying Engaged. her family. Like how incredible exactly. is
4: that? It was amazing. It was really amazing. And it, and it was really eye-opening for me at the time because I was I was pretty anti at that time mm. so then came college and that that is what it is um <laughs> and then uh, right and then skip ahead to 2003 I know I'm dating myself but it's all right That's okay. <laughs> I think I think I might be a little bit of a of an OG in in, in all this and uh, I think I if would I would
3: consider you that
4: I would consider you. you that Thank you. So I don't know if you all know the story or not, but in 2003, I was um, I was arrested for having three three clones that were about this big. Oh my god! The three little baby plants that you know, literally were were tiny. It was kind of a wrong place, wrong time sort of situation. And uh, and yeah, I got I got caught with them. I didn't even know how to grow yet. A buddy had dropped them off so I could make some so I could grow for myself. And I, I probably never would have learned how to grow very well, actually, um, until I got in trouble. Yeah. And then um, they just threw the book at me, too. There was a little bit of soil left on some of the roots. They weighed them. They weighed just over an ounce. Uh,
0: so oh, the,
4: my God. So they charged me with possession of over an ounce, which was a felony at that time. They charged me with um, with manufacturing with intent.
2: Oh, what the f-
4: Yeah. Yeah. The- it was... I mean, they threw the book at me hard. And so, um, I was really fortunate in that my mom, um, and I both thought it was absolutely ridiculous for me to become a felon over a plant Mm -hmm. for anyone to become a felon over a plant, but especially me, it would ruin my life. Right.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: So, um, she refinanced her house so that we could, um, afford to hire a lawyer and we took it to trial. Wow, we took it to trial. So just statistic here is little statistic here. um, 97% of of cases do not go to trial. It's literally two to 3% go to trial. And of that percentage, it's a very small percentage. I don't know exactly what it is at this time. But um, it's a very, very small percentage that actually win. So the fact that I got to take it to trial was was amazing. So August 2004, we went to trial and it was, it was a harrowing experience. It was, it was terrifying. It was, it was, it was extremely scary. Yeah. And
2: were you in jail? Yeah, at it was this very point? dramatic. Were you in jail? What's at, that? Did you have to stay in jail at this point or were you no. able to be home?
4: No, I kind of got lucky in that I was uh, driving from Salem to Portland when I got pulled over mm. uh, for speeding and um, I had a good driving record. So the the highway patrolman, the state trooper said to me, you know, if you have a good, good record, I'm just going to give you a warning because I was actually on my way to a medical appointment. Oh, wow. And um, and I said, great. And so he went back to his car, but it took him a long time. Oh. He was gone for like 20 minutes and 20 minutes tells you that there's something there wrong. could be something wrong. But I never thought anything of it because when they found the plants, um, they just took them. They didn't arrest me when they found the plants. Oh. oh. Right. So and I never got a letter or any sort of notification that there was a warrant out for my arrest. Like none of that happened. Like if if you get in trouble, they don't tell you. Like right. right? So um Oh my God. So I had forgotten about it because we're three months later. Right. Right. I, I just I wow yeah, i got lucky yeah it's, yeah. Hot, right? yeah it's like
2: the cop takes it's finds it. your pipe takes your pipe and and breaks that, it and then that's it yeah
4: yeah breaks it throws it away done deal right yeah, yeah. yeah not not what happened with me that's so he comes back to the car and he says i've got good news and bad news he was a really nice guy he actually wow. was a, a really nice man I said, okay, so what's, what's the good news? He said, the good news is you've got a great driving record and you're just getting a a verbal warning on that, on on the speeding. The bad news is, is I have to place you under arrest for manufacturing of a controlled and dangerous substance. Oh my God. So I was in shock then. So, and I, you know, sitting at the, at the wheel with my hands on the, with my hands on the wheel. And so I said, no, (laughs) And and he said, yeah. I'm afraid so, and I said no, 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 really, 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 and we went back and forth like that for probably a solid minute and a half, and um, <laughs> and finally, it it I rem- it dawned on me what what was happening, and and I said, well, at least you can tell it wasn't math. <laughs> So I, I got really lucky. He was really kind to me. Yeah, he let me finish good. a, like a cliff bar or something and drink some water before I, I went in. He let me use my cell phone and make phone calls on the way there. Wow, he cuffed me in front. Like it, it, I got, I got really, really lucky. And, and I went to Clackamas County jail wow. for uh, six and a half hours. And mm-hmm. I was released on my own recognizance finally um, after, after my family advocated for me out front for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh One thing that has always stuck with me is that I was in a holding cell with like maybe eight to 10 other women Mm -hmm. and um, all but one were in there for some sort of drug possession or alcoholism or something, right? All of it should have been handled um, through, you know, rehabilitation versus incarceration. Yeah. Um, all but one. And that one was a, a, a really short woman, <laughs> really little lady who was in there for, um, threatening a witness.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It would be the little one. Right. right?
4: <laughs> yeah. Right. No, of course she was probably the scariest, but yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I digress terribly. Um, anyway, two day trial in August of 04. And, uh, after two days, the jury went out and we got called back in after eight and a half minutes.
2: Oh wow!
4: And they came back and they found me not guilty. Oh wow. my wow. Yeah. Well, at least you had so, some
2: like rational thinking people in your jury. Oh, they were angry. Oh, were they? They, they were
4: angry that the state uh wasted resources or the county wasted resources mm-hmm. on prosecuting me. Good. Good. Wow. They were angry. Oh my god! I have right. Chills. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. It was. It was kind of amazing, but it also it really it lit a fire under me, and it it to be completely frank it pissed me off so badly that i immediately jumped into uh, activism and advocacy Heck so,
2: yes!
4: Um, i started working on a local campaign uh for legalizing dispensaries in oregon at that time oh, yeah. which did not pass but we, i still worked hard on it yeah and, and this I is a, this is like
3: 2004
4: 2003 yeah 2004 this is this, this is oh was- four, oh three is when i got caught and then oh four was when when, uh, went to trial for it. Wow.
3: So yeah, this is like early, early on. And before most yeah.
4: cannabis was on most people's radar. Yep. This is also around the same time that, um, after I was acquitted, I decided I was, I was going to learn how to grow for real now.
3: <laughs> Good for you, and I did,
4: yeah. I did. I grew medically for about 11 years. Awesome. Um, I so- thought. sorry.
2: I thought that earlier went before, like in the middle of your story, when you said something about that, you, uh, you wouldn't have grown well at that point anyway so which made yeah. me think like oh she must be able to grow well now which made me think that the story that you're going to tell us was that you went to jail learned <laughs> how to grow from you know freaking i don't know someone some- in jail <laughs> your cellmate and then no. you know, now empower self empower body care that's now. so funny <laughs> no i got
4: super lucky actually in the the people who taught me how to grow well and one of them happened to be Ed Rosenthal. Do you know who that is? Uh,
2: yeah, I know he, he's his written name. textbooks, right?
4: Yeah, he's written books and and um he's known as the guru of ganja. He yeah. used to be oh. used to have a, a column in High Times. Like he was when I was 18, I was I, I, anyway, I read I read his article when I was 18. I'm like, oh wow.
3: Dream Mentor. I, I, I met this guy,
4: right? <sighs> and and he, and he came to my house for dinner and then taught me how to grow. And <laughs> I um
3: love that
4: right? Um, it was pretty cool. But anyway, uh, after that, I, I started volunteering with um, Marijuana Policy Project in D.C., Americans for Safe Access, um, uh, Drug Policy Alliance, Normal, whomever I, I could volunteer with, I did. And um, we went to, uh, I actually ended up going to D.C. in October of 2004 with a group of folks, and we, we lobbied Congress. And we um, We also, I participated in a direct action um, with Americans for Safe Access, where we sat down on the steps of health and human services with the names of uh, thousands of doctors who had recommended cannabis to their patients with the messaging of so many doctors can't be wrong. Like, why is this schedule one, right? Why is this a schedule one controlled substance that has no medicinal value? Because it obviously has medicinal value. And so I got arrested on purpose that time. Um, (laughs) You're like, yeah. (laughs) and that was also six and a half hours in jail um ironically so uh so yeah spent spent another six and a half hours in jail this one was a different quite a different experience though it was there was 14 of us all together uh, with the people who were willing to get arrested on purpose the washington post covered it um Mm -hmm. which was cool because it brings attention to you know the plant and that's what we were trying to do Mm -hmm. and um while we were sitting in jail i realized uh it in this conversation, we were having, um, we realized that women at that time, their approval rating of, of cannabis was only about 30%. Hmm. And so we needed to change hearts and minds of women and, and take away the stigma and take away the fear, right? Fear of losing kids, et cetera.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, in order to get them to uh, advocate for, uh, legalization of cannabis. So, um, that's where the acronym for my brand was born in that jail cell in what? 2004. Oh. In Washington D.C., and <laughs> it's it's uh it stands for End Marijuana Prohibition, Organize Women, Enact Reform. So, dr- as in drug policy reform, right?
0: Yeah,
4: awesome. And as we all know, uh, current drug policy on a federal level, at least, is racist as hell. Yep. And and it did not, um, it was not missed on me when I realized that. Uh, you know, I was acquitted in eight and a half minutes. But what if I looked differently? At that time, I had long hair too. Let's put that into perspective as mm-hmm. well. I did not look the way I look now.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So, um, it, it, if I had been a person of color, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> it totally would it be a completely story. different story.
4: I, I don't know if it would have been the same story. I'm, I'm guessing it probably wouldn't have. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So, um, I, I hold that. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. a little declamped. Um, the responsibility I have as someone who has been acquitted is huge. Mm
0: -hmm.
4: So that said, skip ahead a little bit. Um, my mom was diagnosed with three forms of arthritis and she fell and broke her back in a couple of spots and I wanted to help her with her pain management. Mm -hmm. And, um, I started making topicals for her and the very first product I made for her was this one. Oh, wow. It was our topical relief oil. And, um, I worked on that formulation for about eight years, tweaking mm-hmm. it to make it better. Yeah. And, uh, but that, even from the very first iteration of that product, I was able to help her bring her, her pain levels from an eight to a three. Oh,
3: oh my, so, gosh. my
4: god, that's major. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, but it was my mom. So there could be some, you know, placebo in there, mm-hmm. placebo effect. So I started sharing it with friends, family, medical marijuana patients, elders, and, uh, there was a, a this one particular uh, friend of the family, elder who's now in her late 80s and uses my products every day. Very conservative family um, from Eastern Oregon, cattle ranching family. Um, they were absolutely anti-cannabis when I met them,
0: mm.
4: and now they are not even a little bit. They they voted for it. Wow. So so I realized back then that the best way I could change hearts and minds was not by sitting down on the steps of health and human services, even though it felt like monumental.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, the best way I could change hearts and minds but was by making products that had some form of cannabis in it, even if it's just CBD and from hemp, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, giving them effective products that work, that don't get them high, mm-hmm. but do change hearts and minds and, re- and make them realize that, that cannabis does have therapeutic value.
2: That's so That's amazing. that's kind of
4: my origin story.
2: Wow. Someone call Stan Lee and write a friggin' Marvel oh my strip God. about this.
4: You're a friggin'
3: superhuman. Oh. <laughs> Superwoman.
4: No.
2: No, what's amazing no. about you is that you've in all of these major points in your life, even mm-hmm. though you're going through the shit, mm-hmm. you yep. find like the beauty in it and the way to make it okay and not even just okay but like beneficial for other people so that's freaking amazing and thank you for doing what you do that's so cool thank you i'm, I'm sorry i get get
4: verklempt so easy. i get all like you know misty so easily nowadays don't worry about it, Very it
2: Listen, verklempt. like literally if you start we will start we'll all just be here I know. Crying, I'm, I'm trying to hold so it together okay. honestly no but... oh,
4: you're doing great oh god you're doing great
2: honestly yeah like crying it's just your emotions are like it's just the physical form of your emotion. Yeah, it's so. just your body can no longer hold it in, so it just comes out in right? your tears. Yeah. And like for me, I cry when I'm like at the extreme end of any emotion, whether that's anger, happiness, Same. sadness, whatever yeah. it is. So honestly, like mm-hmm. we cry.
3: cry. We cry here on the <laughs> Chronic Gals podcast. We embrace it. Yeah, I know, love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you really like paved the way for us to be standing or sitting here, like talking to you, you know, like because have, of your actions. I am one of many. Yeah. I'm one of many. And we are very lucky to be able to talk to you because without you, we wouldn't be able to be here and we wouldn't be able to be open about our cannabis use, you know, the way that we are. So right. Mad
4: props to you. Right. I, I honor you back. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, we're all making a difference mm-hmm. uh, every little bit that we can. Absolutely. You know?
3: All right. Let's smoke a bowl or hit your vape pen. <laughs>
4: Don't, yeah don't time. don't don't judge the vape pen thing oh no no <laughs> judgments what are
3: you hitting any brand specific strain specific
4: so what i think i'm gonna do is i'm gonna switch out what i have right now because i don't remember the brand <laughs> <laughs> and i'm going to uh i'm gonna use this guy
3: alchemy ooh, ooh.
4: willamette valley alchemy ooh. um Wookie. it's called wikis is the name of the strain. It has, so my, my key, whenever I buy any sort of extract or, um, uh, vape cartridges or, or whatever, like ideally the terps are, the terpenes are, uh, over 10%. Mm.
2: That,
4: that's, why, that's my,
2: why do you like to see that terpene level?
4: Uh, because I like it to be really flavorful and because the terpenes oftentimes do more good for me than the actual cannabinoids do and i mean obviously the cannabinoids are important but without the good terpenes it it, there's very little enjoyment for me
2: what's your favorite terp (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um,
4: that's a great question let me think on that while i'm while i'm reloading or loading my new one
2: cool love that um riley's grinding something up for us too from a farm called cascadia gardens here in washington Uh, this is Mandarin Monster. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, we're big fans so, of Cascadia Gardens in general. They're up in Bellingham, Washington, up near the border. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, they do excellent work.
4: Cool. Yeah. So does everybody know that when you first get a vape pen, you have to um, inhale through it before you put it in its – No, tell yeah. us. Yeah, you always do this first.
2: Just to test the flavor? Or Mm-mm. to make sure or- it's not clogged?
4: To make sure
3: it's not clogged. So yeah. Okay. So then you don't. I guess if it's like already clogged, then you have to stick it on, and you already know that it's faulty, right? You
4: just be like, I need to. Or you just it just somehow it makes it easier when it's time to act when it's time to actually use it. I don't. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. I love tips. That's so funny. A former guest, like one of our very first episodes, we had a fellow named Gareth come on the show and he was telling us um, kind of similarly that before you hit a pre-roll, you should always hit your pre-roll dry before you light it so that you can get the flavor of the weed that way. Um, For sure. Yeah. So (laughs) we should all just be hitting everything dry before
4: we light anything. Yeah. First, (laughs) just before you do anything else.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that this is really tasty. This does taste like mandarins a little bit. Let me scan this QR code and see what pops up. We're on the cert on the hunt for COAs and how many Mm. brands make COAs available.
4: Yes,
2: and
3: easily
4: available. And easily available. We we always make our COAs easily available.
3: I was going to say I was looking at your or your um, website today and just for in, like information and you make it, it's la- literally lab results on the website yep. and then it's each product and each batch number with each uh-huh. COA. And I was like, this, this is the, this is it. And we do that. Oh. Yeah. And it's on the side of the box too. So. Yes.
4: And so also that's something else that, that we do that I think might set us apart is so on the front of the box, you see how it says 175 milligram CBD. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I mean, I know it's backwards, so it's hard to see, but, um, I will always have at least that amount.
2: Oh, and it's a little bit more. I
3: see. Yeah. Just a
4: little bit more. Cause I'd rather, I, I always rather, um, under promise and over deliver
3: a hundred <laughs> percent. I feel like that's key to yeah. anything, right. Is to under promise over deliver. Yep.
4: Yeah. And I think we're, I think we are definitely the only company I've seen on the market that actually does that with listing the exact amount of of CBD that's in the product and the batch number on the side. And I will always do that because that is transparency. That's true transparency.
3: And I appreciate that. Yeah. The QR code that is on the side of this didn't go anywhere. So, Oh, it didn't. No, it just went to a Google website.
4: So, so our QR codes take you directly to our website, to the page. You just have to look up your batch number, but that's it. Makes sense. Yep.
2: Yeah, we've been talking a lot about COAs and, like, why they're important and why more people should be looking for them and asking for them. In our last episode, um, we were talking with Margo Vasselli from Illinois um, Mm -hmm. about they're, like, impossible to find, apparently, out there. Whereas here in Washington, every batch that is sold in a dispensary is required to have the COA available for the yes. consumer if the consumer like asks for it but apparently this is a huge problem in Illinois where this is it's not required mm-hmm. so she will go into stores and um, kind of secret shop at them a little bit and say hey can I'm looking for the COA on this and some people don't even yeah. know what a COA is you know or they so-
3: you have to go ask a manager and then the manager doesn't know or they're told to go ask the farm yeah. or whatever and it's like that's no
4: just in case your listeners don't know what a COA is, it stands for Certificate of Analysis.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So it's always good. important to have that. And it's important when, especially when buying, like if you choose to buy uh, hemp derived CBD products, mm-hmm. it's always important to check for the COA. And, but not just that there is a COA, but that they're testing for a number of different things. Can I go over what should be on please.
2: the yes, COA? Please do.
4: For a company that's responsible and transparent. Absolutely. And doesn't just say that they're responsible and transparent. (laughs) Yeah. So what you should have is at least two potency tests so that you can tell if the product is homogenous or not. So you want to make sure that it's consistent throughout, that there's the same amount of CBD in like the first pump of of, uh, lotion as there is in in the last pump of lotion. Mm -hmm. Right. So you want to make sure that it's homogenous, and you can tell that by seeing how far apart the um, the potency is on on both uh, lab samples, essentially. Mm-hmm. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Yeah. If the two numbers so
2: are far apart, then you're hitting one pocket of concentrated area of CBD in you know one part of the lotion versus a less concentrated part in another spot. So where, if exactly. the numbers are the same, then you're getting even spread throughout the entire lotion.
4: Right, exactly. So you don't want to use a tincture that only has, you know, one potency test as their COA, mm. right? And is so, this, is
2: this true for outside of topicals as well? Is this um, the like yeah. the two potency thing? You want that for edibles? You would want that, even absolutely. For like a, you a want that for everything. You
4: never want a hot spot, right? Mm. You never want one spot that has like way more CBD than than the other one, like because then it's not. You can't use it therapeutically, and, and there's no. Um, trust, transparency. Um, there won't any
3: medical it, value in it because it's right. just like no. A, it's just like a anomaly, essentially.
4: Exactly, exactly. So uh, you should always have at least two potency tests. Uh, there should always be tests for pesticides, residual solvents um, from the extraction process. Because even a company that says that that it's you know full spectrum CO2 oil, um, oftentimes full spectrum CO2 oil is usually only around 50%, you know, maybe 60% cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, there's a lot of oleo resins and waxes and other things that I wouldn't actually want to rub on my skin so much um, in that. And so oftentimes companies will take crude oil, Mm -hmm. crude CO2 oil. So what I'm talking about, the 50, 60% tops, and use that for topicals. Now, when that happens, you get a product that's stinkier. You get a product that has, uh, like, does pilling on your skin. Yeah. It doesn't absorb as well. It sits on top a little bit. It's just the, the quality of the product isn't as is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that um, they actually use distillate, right? So, mm-hmm. and call it full spectrum as well. But that said, um, (laughs) you always want to make sure that they're testing for, um, I mentioned pesticides, residual solvents, heavy metals, always Mm -hmm. test for heavy metals, uh, because hemp is what's called a bioaccumulator or a bioremediator. And when I say hemp, I mean, actually mean cannabis, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: which is both the stupid term marijuana and, um, and hemp,
0: mm-hmm.
4: right? So, so cannabis in general is this bioremediator, which means that it sucks up toxins from the soil, so- which is amazing. I mean, it can clean yeah. soil. Mm-hmm. They planted it at Chernobyl. Do you know what Chernobyl is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they planted it there, and it actually cleaned up the soil quite a bit. Yeah. But yes. here's the thing: you don't want to use CBD right. <laughs> that's been grown in you know Chernobyl. not organic soil.
0: <laughs> right. Do
4: not. Right, because it's going to suck already, up toxins. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Right. I mean, I don't want to rub pesticides and like. No. No, make hemp cream
2: right right
4: yeah yes exactly exactly i don't know textile or inhaling into your
2: body yeah yeah, or putting putting on on your your skin
4: skin. yeah Yeah. it's not you know skin's your biggest organ you don't want to exactly don't want to be putting those kinds of things on it so um so that said uh we also test for microbiological activity because that's the number one grossest thing that happens to cosmetic or body care products um yeah Microbiological, it's also biological
3: so like little micro like germs so um, and um and
4: mold and things aerobic activity which is bacteria um Ugh. also we test for uh mold fungus mildew um wow. Dude, i've seen what else e coli
2: i've seen people re- um, report oh that God. stuff oh in God. their like capri suns oh. and like their children's squeezy fruit pouches and stuff. Have mm-hmm. they've been like, have you guys ever cut it though but like this goes around the mommy group. Yeah, I just made a real pretty face about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it no, it's so gross. So yeah, you don't think about it. You literally don't think about it until some until the so Facebook post open, scrolls yeah. by. And then, mm-hmm. or yeah. Or your kid is like, what is this? This tastes This gunk weird. in my food. Yeah. yeah so right? gross. And yeah, you don't think that it would might be in your lotion or in your, right. whatever your creams are. I mean, I, I freaking have lotions I, that have been around forever that oh I God. should probably but, just throw away.
4: Yeah. That's also why, oh no, if you've had them for forever, definitely oh, throw them yeah. away. Um, something else to keep in mind uh, is I use this particular kind of pump bottle. Mm-hmm. And it's an airless pump, which means it pulls every last drop of product oh, out for the customer. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Um, also, it helps to prevent any sort of nasty uh, because you're not dipping your fingers into it and introducing because every time you dip your finger into a jar of cream or salve or whatever, you're introducing bacteria. Mm-hmm. And if there's I mean, yeah, it's just it can be really gross. So so test for that. So too. That's,
2: that's
3: great.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I also used this particular kind of plastic, which I'm sorry, it's plastic. I really tried not to have plastic, but glass, they don't make uh, an airless pump bottle on glass. <laughs> um, I chose this particular kind of plastic because it doesn't leach anything oh, into the oh, into the product. Oh, yes. And oftentimes different kinds will of, of like the fancier looking ones, the fancier looking the pump bottle is, the, the more, um, the more <laughs> nasty stuff it, it leaches into um, the actual that's product. So, so wow. that's why, that's why I choose these things.
3: <laughs> I'm so glad that you think about all of these things. I, because uh, so then I don't have to, and I can just trust that your product isn't going to give me cancer in five years, you know, like, right? ugh, yeah, we need, I mean, I feel like skincare companies should be already thinking about this, which I know all the, they're not, and it's all just for profit and stuff but we, I'm very thankful that you are here to think it, think through all of these things for us. And right. It's important. Amazing. Yeah. Product.
4: Yeah. So one thing I like to say about the products, um, because a lot of younger people don't use topicals, you know, Mm -hmm. for a lot of people it's, you know, you're older, you get a little aches and pains, that kind of thing. You start to use topicals. Um, But I wanted to encourage uh, younger folks <laughs> yeah, now now that i'm now that I'm sporting the silver <laughs> um to uh to start thinking about topicals as an ambassador product so there are products that that you can use and also share with other people family mm-hmm. you know parents totally. <laughs> grandparents mm-hmm. um, that really help to destigmatize the plant mm-hmm. So um, when I first started in the cannabis industry in Oregon, um, I would often tell bud tenders who bud tenders like, yeah, I, I don't use topicals. I'm fine. You know, I just smoke weed. Right. <laughs> like, that, that's great. And how does your how do your mom, dad, grandma, how do they feel about that? And uh, I apologize, my dog's are barking. <laughs>
0: okay.
4: Um. And oftentimes I would hear, oh, I can't tell them or I haven't told them yet. And the first question I'd ask is, "Do you have aches and pains?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they ask their grandparent that, and, and Grandma says yes, and you say, "Grandma, try this. It's going to help. And it won't get you high. And it doesn't enter the bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot." Mm-hmm. And then it works. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Grandma's mind starts to change over the next few days. You know.
0: Yep.
4: And uh, the bud tender gets more acceptance from their family. Everything's better. And look what we're doing. We're destigmatizing the plant. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I love that so yeah.
2: much. And
4: that that's, why really... I do what... that's why I do what I do.
2: Oh, I love that. Thank you
3: for doing what you do.
2: My mother in law does, like, she does not a cannabis user at all, but she uses mm-hmm. a cannabis topical mm-hmm. and she loves it because she has all of her aches and pains. She just retired, you know, she's in her 60s. She loves it for everything. And. Yep. But she doesn't smoke. She doesn't you, you know use anything else. But that's great. You know she knows to go to her flow, and <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome. And I have always, her turn mine. Up. I know yeah. I should. I was th- just thinking that. I, was like, can't I should it go Nordstrom's. pick a trim up. You can.
3: I think you can get yours. Is probably one of the most accessible CBD um brands out there right now. It's at Nordstrom. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. This cool. one,
4: the Lux line, is, is in Nordstrom. So like the soaking salts look like. So awesome. lux
2: and we will post pictures on our Instagram feed so people know what we're looking at.
4: Nice, and then these are the ones that are available in dispensaries in Oregon. Empower lotion,
2: and are these ones all Ooh. the hemp CBD, or is the are these also THC no and these juice?
4: These are cannabis based, and these are uh, THCa CBD. One-to-one. One-to-one. Okay, one to one, one to one, except for this product.
3: Oh, is that what is that?
4: This is just THC. Mm-hmm. This is our sensual our product, Ooh, so it is not wow. a lube, it is a sensual product, it enhances and it also um, lots of women, me included, and I have endometriosis, um, use it around that time of the month, um, and it really helps with pain.
2: Awesome.
4: Nice. Oh, and I, so I'm saying that I'm not making a medical claim. I'm talking about my own personal experience.
2: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no No medical claims here. Oh, all anecdotes. All, all anecdotes. But we're recording yep. all of the anecdote anecdotes. So we now have the data. <laughs> we're beginning the library here with the Chronic Al's podcast. Um, awesome. Great. Awesome. That's so good. Okay. So one of our questions that we did have, and I feel like this kind of yeah. segues nicely into mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. CBD topicals versus THC infused topicals. What is the big difference? Why should I buy a THC topical over a CBD topical, or vice versa? And you know, mm. oftentimes the THC ones will be more expensive because you have to get them in a dispensary. Mm-hmm. They're not available yeah. as you know freely as CB- hemp CBD is. So there's just like you know some little things that it essentially it, it is this is it the same product? What's happening? Okay.
4: I'll let you talk. (laughs) Right. So, so here you go. Um, It's a great question. So I made the, I started off with my THCA CBD one-to-one products. Right. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of experimentation for, like I said, for eight years, I did R and D and um, research and development on, on the products. And what I found was that THCA and CBD, worked better for most things than THC and CBD.
2: Interesting. And I
4: think it's because THCA uh, actually interacts with different receptor sites mm-hmm. and um, also works on inflammation like really well, like it targets inflammation through like um, the TRPA1 receptor and a uh, TRPM8 receptor mm-hmm. actually. If I'm, if I'm going to get super geeky, please. Geek so, um, so I'm a big fan of the, of the THCA CBD one-to-one now that said, um, when using a product, that's going to, uh, enter the bloodstream or be used on mucous membranes, that's why I go with THC with this. And what I found was, um, for the product to be, uh, most useful as an enhance as an experience enhancer, um, it was important for it to be just THC and not C B D because C B D is a little bit numbing
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, when it applied to mucous membranes. So that's why I go just THC on the sensual product. Interesting. Um, now that said, my Lux line rivals my cannabis line, the THCA C B D. Um, I think that CBD does most of the heavy lifting. And I, I think it does that, does that through a few receptor sites and also through an enzyme in, in the skin that's, um, job is to either promote or reduce inflammation. And when you apply CBD to it, it changes that, um, straight up THC, uh, topicals don't do a lot for me personally, um, unless it's a sensual product, right? Uh-huh. All. Um, so I'm, like I said, I. So when I was doing all that R&D, what that means is that I was, you know, making a straight THC product. I was making a CBD THC one-to-one. I was making a THCA CBD one-to-one. and I was getting feedback from people who had severe chronic pain mm-hmm. in order to decide which way to go on my formulating, mm-hmm. right? Wow. And what I found was the THCA CBD was was the best way to go. And I, at the time, CBD was so expensive and difficult. Like at that time, I was, I was growing my own cannabis and I was growing low THC, high CBD strains, and I'd cook it in a crock pot and, you know, strain it out and add that to my, to my oil. And it was, you know, it was a different time for sure. But, (laughs) um, but getting enough CBD into the product back then, like to make a full on CBD product was extremely expensive. The first kilo of, of CBD isolate that I bought in order to, um, in order to get my product, my CBD products out there back in 2014 was 30 grand, right? I could not afford a whole kilo. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Holy
2: (laughs) moly. That's insane.
3: You know?
4: So, but what I have found since, you know, prices have come down and we've been able to, um, you know, use CBD in, in our products. And by the way, we are big fans of East Fork cultivars for yes. our, our, our hemp derived um, mm-hmm. CBD. Uh, they're USDA certified organic, as well as sun and earth certified, which means that they care about the planet. They care about people Yay, and they, like they care about clean, you know, having a clean product. So mm-hmm. um, that said, uh, I just had to give a little shout out. Yeah.
3: I was going to ask, honestly, where you were getting your CBD from. That's where we so, get our CBD thank from. you. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, family owned and operated farm. They're, they're great people. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad to work with them. And I like to work with companies that, uh, treat their employees well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. So,
4: um, anyway, that said that, uh, our Lux line that is available both on our website and at Nordstrom, <laughs> um, has a significant amount of CBD in it. Now, there is a threshold where I, I don't really see a difference after it. And what we do now is uh, in our 30 mil oil, let me see, hold on just a second. Yeah, I'm wearing the company I was shirt. gonna say, I like your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this product right here, which is the Lux body oil, it, it is the same formulation as this product, this has different cannabinoids in it than this does. Right. Mm -hmm. So this has, I I source it from two to three different sources in order to get the right combination of THCA, CBD, and a a small amount of THC in it to, uh, to be the, the formulation that I'm looking for. So oftentimes you'll see a topical and what happens is they'll put in, they'll, they'll grow a high CBD strain and it'll be like a one-to-one strain and they, they get CO2 crude oil out of it and they don't process it further. And they use that and they're just using like single source and, you know, it makes for an okay product. But like I said, that pilling and stuff, mm-hmm. you can always, you can always tell if it feels gritty, that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but I, I source from two to three different sources in order to get the exact right combination that I'm looking for. And it, it truly full, full spectrum because I, um, in order to get the THCA that I need um, it, it has to be uh, BHO that's not been winterized. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. And always from a responsible,
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know, extraction, licensed extraction company. So um, they're not wasting the hydrocarbon. Right. Right. right, right. Huh. But it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I can't really get uh THCA in in the percentages that I need um, in a CO2 or ethanol extraction, unfortunately, which is sad, but it's true. I want to make an effective product though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So back to this, this product (laughs) rivals, this product.
2: Okay,
4: It does. And this one, because I I want patients to have access uh, actually costs less, even though it costs way more to make.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Wow. That's thanks. Awesome. That's really great. And that one's available for Oregon medical patients? Uh,
4: oh. Oregon medical recreational.
2: For everybody. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. For everybody in, in in Oregon and in dispensaries that carry us. Oh,
2: that's awesome.
3: Amazing. And do, what do, okay, I'm going to ask about Delta 8 since that's like such a hot topic right now. Yeah. that... Is that something in your view? Are we, I don't, I, I don't even know what to ask about it. Delta <laughs> so, <eight. laughs>
4: so I, I don't make ingestible products yet. Mm-hmm.
3: So Delta eight doesn't um, work. Yeah, does the... Delta eight does it. Is it in a topical type of a, it, no? it's not a topical mm-hmm. thing. Okay. No, cool.
4: Okay. Um, I have interesting. So I've tried to learn a little bit about how del- Delta eight is made. And I think it's, I think it's synthesized. Hmm. So I have a little concern over that and I've also tried Delta eight products before Mm -hmm. and, um, I actually really enjoyed it. I,
2: yeah, I tried a 30 milligram gummy, gummy worm, Uh not really knowing like what the conversion factor would be versus like a standard, you know, edible that I'm used to. And I, I got super stoned. <laughs> it was—I mean, it was pleasant, but I almost fell asleep on the couch, and mm-hmm. you know all of that stuff. And yeah, it's definitely enjoyable but interesting.
4: Yeah. So if I were to use, like, if I were to take a delta eight gummy, like a twenty five milligram delta eight gummy, um, and a ten milligram delta nine THC. Gummy tincture, whatever. Um, I'm going to feel way more intoxicated by or high um, from the THC than I am the the Delta Nine THC than I am the Delta Eight THC.
0: Okay.
4: Um, for me, the Delta Eight experience feels more like medication than medicine. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. For me, the thirty milligram gummy felt more like a one to one CBD THC experience
4: because it has that clarity level to it, which is interesting. Yeah, Yeah.
3: that's the way that I experienced it. Which I have a low tolerance anyway, though. Well, usually, like CBD THC stuff gets me really sleepy Mm -hmm. and like kind of like like mellows me out on the down on the down way, you know. So, Uh which I don't remember that specific like when yeah. we ate that I don't remember what happened after that but I think I just left and went home and just like vegged out probably the rest of the day yeah. and just like oh man we worked so hard I'm so tired but you know but yeah that's I remember it was like a one to felt like more like a one-to-one CBD THC
4: yeah I can, I I totally get that experience yeah, yeah. that makes sense well, yeah and and the THC I have to be way more careful about my dosing like back in the old days when the labs weren't regulated um for real I'm just saying like I used to think that my tolerance was 100 milligrams Uh, that was probably like 30
3: milligrams what you thought
4: yeah what I thought was 100 was probably 15 20 maybe 20 (laughs) maybe 20 yeah and and
3: an edible can be a hundred milligrams. You just have to have like a dosing chart. Is
4: that, I think you have to have a dosing chart. And, and my sweet spot is really Seven and a half. half,
3: seven and a half.
4: Uh-huh. Like, like anywhere that. for like, and depending on if it's, you know, made with can of butter versus, you know, made with like, like a distillate or something. Mm-hmm. It, it also changes it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Uh, with the cannabinoid, I could probably do a little bit more and it's going to last a lot longer too. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's going to be, you know, I can maybe do up to 10 milligrams, maybe
3: because of the fat, the animal fat. Right. And we learned from most likely Vasquez that tea or yeah. Cannabinoids stay on animal fats longer than vegetable fats. Mm
4: -hmm. Yep. So
2: wild.
4: That said, my products are vegan.
2: <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, I love that you've made uh, But if I were, if I I were like to. This is a really important observation that you've made that, what? that uh, CBD and THCA work in like even more of a cohesive way than CBD and THC mm-hmm. because I feel like everybody does THC CBD blends and maybe yes. some terpenes. But, you know, like not necessarily playing with those other cannabinoids yet. So I feel like that's a really important observation that you've
4: made.
3: Do you think it's Thank because you. it's a yeah. topical and that's just a different way of ingesting it or?
4: I, I think know. topically it just has, it, topically it has some some areas that it really work that it, it shines in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. THC sh- shines in topicals. Yeah. Um, and i think that taking it internally would also be really good for folks mm-hmm. uh, especially in combination with cbd but they shouldn't expect to feel high or anything right. it it, right. it it really won't do that i mean it you know it's tetrahydrocannabinolic acid not it's not you know delta 9 thc and it, it doesn't decarb when you eat it <laughs>
2: right
4: right <laughs> um but if you cook it obviously it does mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. wow uh, but Something else to bring up too, I think is, I I believe it's all synergy. Like the way the different cannabinoids work together, the way the terpenes work with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, for my uh, CBD products, the topical products that I have right now, if I ever make an ingestible, I will always make a full spectrum. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Um, I I will also make a broad spectrum so that they have a choice, Mm -hmm. But but what's
3: the difference for people who don't know?
4: Right. So full spectrum um, means that it does have a little bit of THC in it, and it has the terpenes and and um, those kind of flavonoids mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and, and a broad spectrum or an isolate. So I'll, t- I'll go through all three. A broad spectrum um, means that they've taken out the THC. So it is highly processed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but there are some I, I believe that they add back in the terpenes
0: mm.
4: um, or there's still terpenes present. Mm-hmm. Regardless, um, and flavonoids. Uh, that said, um, an isolate really just is the isolated molecule of CBD.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: And I chose for my CBD line to use isolate because number one, all of the studies done on CBD topically were all done using isolate,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because
4: for a study, they need to, they uh,
3: need to be, be accurate, t- accurate. And yeah. Right. Specific. And they need to
4: isolate the molecule that they're, that they're studying. If they've got both in there, then it's just cannabis. Right. Right. Totally. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
4: So uh, I believe that's why they do that. Um, I haven't asked a researcher yet, but I'm, I'm assuming that that's actually the reason. Um, but that said, like CBD, when you apply it to the skin, it, it activates the TRPV1 receptor in the skin mm-hmm. and Its job is to regulate pain, temperature, inflammation, and help us to achieve homeostasis in our skin. And then um, it also uh, helps to reduce the nervous system's um, response to painful stimuli. So it acts—that's called an antinociceptive. So it sends a signal to the brain to, um, through the nerves, to uh, kind of turn down the volume on pain. Um, it also suppresses uh, TNF-alpha, which is an enzyme found in the skin that its, it's job is to, um, it, it's a pro-inflammation enzyme, so its job is to, like, tell you if something's hurt, but, I mean, obviously... Once you know it's hurt, that's all you need to know. Then you can apply your topical to it and bring down the inflammation. And then it also um, activates PPAR gamma, which is a receptor that's found in the skin and also regulates inflammation. So I believe that inflammation is um, the root of most pain,
0: Mm
4: -hmm. right? And disease Mm -hmm. and disease in the body, right? So the more we can reduce that inflammation, um, the, the less pain we're going to be in. So, Yeah. So CBD is pretty cool. And even, even CBD isolate and topicals. And the reason I, I do the isolate is so that people can, number one, we can sell in more States that way mm-hmm. um, legally. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a rule follower <laughs> and, and number two, um, there's a lot of people who get drug tested and, and are afraid of using anything with any THC in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also super important to differentiate so that, folks do have an option that, that will be effective that um, won't put their job at risk.
3: Right. I just keep thinking about our mom. <laughs> i like, we need to get mom this part product because yeah. this is like something that she probably needs. She can't consume THC because of her job mm-hmm. and is like right. scared too because of her job. So yeah, we need to get her some of your products mm-hmm. and just, and it'll probably just help her all around. Yeah, You know, so, for yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm like her birthday's coming up. I know now I exactly what to get her. <laughs>
4: you got it. You got it. I'll send you a discount code. Oh,
3: <laughs> excellent! Excellent.
4: For sure. So, what else? What else do you want to talk about?
2: I think that was it. I mean, honestly, this has been amazing. I've and I, learned so yeah. much your first oh, of all, awesome. your journey yeah you from like how you started in cannabis and how it like became your life
4: mm-hmm. is amazing
2: so thank you so much for sharing that with us and then oh, of course like the things that you've done in your life have truly like riley was saying it's like paved paths and you know you're setting a high standards and setting the bar really high to make sure mm-hmm. people are doing their shit right you mm-hmm. know and not compromising or settling for mm-hmm. you know something cheap I mean, not yep. to say that it can't be inexpensive, but it it doesn't need to be cheap, right? You know, no, no. And
4: when you use high quality ingredients, um, it's impossible to make it cheap. But you can make it a good value for for the product.
2: Exactly,
3: absolutely. Right? And if it works, then you know, I feel like it's worth it. You know, so thank you so Indeed. much.
2: Please oh, tell it's people. Been my pleasure. Please you tell. You two are lovely. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Please tell us where we can find you online.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, at www. Oh, do I have to say that anymore? I don't. EmpowerBodyCare.com. <laughs> <We're-> <laughs> I never hit my pin during the day anymore. So.
2: <laughs> oh Trista, thank you so um, yeah. much. Thank you so much.
4: Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah.
2: Everybody go out
3: and get some Empower body care products because you deserve it and Trista
2: deserves
4: it. (laughs) Let's, let's, let's help change hearts and minds and be be ambassadors for the plant.
2: I love that. Thank you. And we'll talk to you guys all next time. Yeah. Bye. Isn't she amazing? Oh she is amazing. Thank you so much, Trista, for coming on the show, for hanging out with us, for telling Inspiring us about your amazing us. life. Everybody, go buy Empower products. They
3: are doing it right. You can buy them at Nordstrom. You can literally take your mom into her favorite place, Nordstrom, and go buy the CBD product.
2: How cool! How cool.
1: Also, how many years of personal development? Eight, 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 years, eight. years of personal That's, development yeah. on these products? Yeah. yeah. so That's some legitimate care. Right. Absolutely. Come on.
3: Right. So we love you, Trista. Check out Empower Body Care online, mm-hmm. in the stores. And we'll see y'all next time. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.